Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager, and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six-figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. Hey guys, welcome back to Damn Good Content Podcast. I have my best gal pal from Cali. She drove, I mean, drove. She flew all the way in just to do this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Megan Bo with me. How are you this Hi, morning? I'm good. I'm so glad to be here. How tired on a scale one to 10? You know, I'm not feeling tired right now. I think it'll kind of kick in later, but it's good. It's I've a, just got, you know, a big coffee. Caffeine. You literally sucked that sucker down. Oh, I drink coffee. All day long. I try and stop by like noon, uh-huh. but oh, I can drink coffee. Why do you try and to it, stop by noon? So I can go to sleep at oh, night. I don't feel like it even affects me anymore. Is I don't like, think it does. I don't no, think it I does can... either, but it's just like a good stop. Maybe like one yeah. or so, but yeah. Oh, I sucked down the coffee all Y'all, day long. I drove to New Orleans this morning to get her. She, she flew in. She took a red eye just for the podcast to talk to yes. me and because she missed me. I love Shelby. I'm kidding. <laughs> she has a conference tomorrow, right? Yep. Yes, a trade show. So let's back up because we kind of jumped head, I mean, feet first, however they say it. Um, tell everybody a little bit of what you do, who you are, and then we can kind of go into how we met because it really is just like, I don't even, I feel like I've known you forever. I know. It's weird, right? Yeah. When you really meet someone in person. And this is actually the second time we've met. Yes. And we've known each other for two and a half years. Yes. yes. So um, my name is Megan Bame, and uh, I started a jewelry business um, in 2015. I had always been interested in making jewelry. I did it as a kid, a hobby. And um, I was working from home um, at the time, part-time, had two little kids. And um, I started getting into jewelry again. So I started making it, long story short. Um, I started making it for my friends, giving it away. Then people wanted to buy it. And so um, I opened up a little Etsy store and it kind of took off from there. Um and now we're here. So now I do it full time. Um, it's been, I think, since 2018 that I've been doing jewelry full time. So I'm here um, in New Orleans um, for a trade show this week. I'm like so excited. She actually invited me to join her. I'm so yes. pumped. Oh so my gosh, yes. I, I kind of forgot. I, <laughs> I feel like, crap, is she coming? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> so, well, before I didn't know this, like, where did you do before this? So I, um, after college, went into recruiting. So I worked for some big companies as um, kind of a tech recruiter. I kind of stayed in that area. And then the last 10 years before I started doing jewelry full-time, I worked for an IT company um, doing, yeah, tech IT recruiting. Nice. Yeah, just, you know. So different. Do you love the fact that you went out on your own and now you're an entrepreneur? Yes. And I never thought that that would have been, I mean, that was like never an option. That was never, like people would say, oh, is this like when I started kind of doing it on the side, is this what you want to do long term? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but 
that's not going to happen. It's just for fun. It's yeah. just like a little side thing. And then kind of exploded and went from there. So yes, I feel very blessed that this is my path. I love it for yeah. you. Because Me too. I mean, like, what was the turning point that you realized like, like okay, you did say you started in 2015 and then you took mm-hmm. it full time in 2018, correct? Yep. What was that turning point where you were like, holy crap, like I can actually do this? Yeah. So um, in 2015, started out selling to like friends after I had given away like everything that I was making as gifts and people wanted to start buying it. Um, so I kind of started selling to people in my hometown um, and then on Etsy and Etsy started kind of taking off. And then um, I did a uh, pop up and um, after I did a pop up in um, about 45 minutes away from um, where I live, um, I had a big, um, at the time they weren't big, a, a company, um, a clothing company reach out to me to do wholesale with them. So my mm-hmm. first wholesale client I had no idea what I was doing. I had to like Google how to wholesale, how to price, all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. how to package um, on my own. My mom helped me. We totally learned as we went. Um, so they reached out to me to start doing wholesale for them. Started out small, like, you know, a few different styles with a few dozen um, of each. Yeah. And then they grew and grew and grew and grew and kept growing. And I grew with them. So I was working part-time as a recruiter. I was having this other part-time essentially business on the side, but it was turning into a full-time. Um, and it was surpassing my um, salary at my corporate job. Um, but I probably, it was still to, I had that feeling of like, I can't do this. I can't be responsible for my own income. Like that's scary. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I probably would have never left. You know, right. it was kind of like the golden handcuffs. It was a job I had been at for a really long time. They were great. They were flexible. It was part-time so I could do both. Um, and then um, in 2018, I got a new boss and they wanted the whole team to go uh, full-time and I couldn't because I was so busy with the jewelry stuff. And so I said, okay, let's kind of see what happens. And I got laid off and it was the best thing that ever happened. Because I would have never done it on my own. Because it was kind of like a forced. Like, it was forced. Kind of forced. Yes. And I am not a risk taker. Like I'm like, you know, I get really nervous about that kind of stuff. So it was great. It was a good, it was a good thing. Well, I feel like that's a lot of things with entrepreneurship. And you yeah. said like one really key point just now is like you didn't know what the hell you were doing yeah. when you started. You yeah. just figured it out. Yeah. So when people <laughs> say they want to do stuff, I mean, like in business, Truly, I don't care how long you do it. You still are trying to figure out how to do business. Every day. You're you're hitting a new threshold. You're like, is this right? Is this wrong? But there's really no way. Like, I guess, how did you overcome that? Or you, did you just like put your head down and you're like, I got to figure it out? Yeah, got to figure it out. I just said yes to everything and thought, I'll figure it out later. Figure out how to <laughs> do it. Like, you know, and just kept that kind of mentality. And I was so excited about it and passionate about it that I think that that helped Mm -hmm. um, and inspired me and got me excited, which I'd never been excited about work before. Uh, Work was always like, yeah, it's a good job. And like, you know, I can hang out with my kids and pick them up from school, take them to school and still have a salary. And, you know, I like talking to people. So it was a good job. But um. Yeah, I just, I mean, to this day, there's stuff that comes up every day and I'm like, hmm, 
I got to figure that one out. Yes. And I'm <laughs> glad you brought up your kids just now. I want to touch on this too. How old were your kids when you decided to take that leap of faith? Because it's one thing to take that risk mm-hmm. when you don't have children. Right. But it's another thing to take that risk, especially when you have children, because now you're providing for other tiny humans that yeah. you got to keep alive. Yeah. So <laughs> how old were they when you did this? So when I started um, selling on Etsy, they were what was probably like 2014. So I had a um, two and a one-year-old. Um, yeah. And they're 10 and 12 now. Is that right? No. Yeah something like that. Anyways. It's too early for the math. And it's I was on a red eye. No sleep. Anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they were little, but I still had my like safety net of my corporate job and my yeah. husband's job to help. So, um, that, that helped have that and kind of build up, you know, savings too, with the money I was making with jewelry, I was able to you know, save a lot of it so that when I did go off on my own and wasn't working in this corporate job, I like felt like, okay, if it doesn't work, I I still have the savings right. that I've saved. So what would be your advice for someone that is wanting to go into entrepreneurship? Obviously you're not a risk taker. So let's go on that <laughs> sense because there are people that are listening to this that aren't, but like managing the mom lifestyle because as an entrepreneur it's very different than as a corporate person like it turns off but when you own your own business this it doesn't turn off no so what's your advice for managing all that um you know I would try and whenever they were at uh, preschool um and now that they're in elementary and middle school um when they are at school it is when I work um, when they get out of school, I am home with them, picking them up, um, or meeting them at our house, um, and being there. And I try and turn kind of work off until, or, or kind of work in between their schedules when that's going on. Um, and then once they're kind of, you know, they're older now, so they're going to bed later, which sucks. No. <laughs> It's a true statement. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, so now that they're going to bed later, it's harder. But um, I try not to bring work home as much. But I will do emails. And, um, you know, sometimes I still make jewelry at home. I'll bead or whatever if I have a big project going on. Yeah. Um, so I really try and be present when they're home um, and that they see that I'm home. Even if they're doing their own thing, like playing in the backyard or jumping on the trampoline, whatever, I'll try and get in some emails or yeah. do it then. So it's a tough balance, but they've always been my first pro- priority. Um, and you know, the period of time that they want you around <laughs> is yes. so short, yes. um, and that they're going to be around. So I'm really trying to kind of like utilize that as much as I can. Have they ever helped you make jewelry? Yeah, but they're real slow. (laughs) (laughs) On the way here, we were talking about how we wish uh, people can go as fast as we can do things. But no one will ever work as hard on your business, on your own business as like you you will. will. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been lucky and fortunate enough to find people um, that work with me that are just as great. But it's hard and it's different. And I get it. Yeah. You know, it's it's not, it's not their dream. It's not their dream. Yeah, exactly. And so we have to do what we have to do at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Has your husband ever had to make jewelry? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, he's never made jewelry. He's helped me like bag it and package mm-hmm. it. But he's um, also kind of slow. <laughs> you know what? Bye. If you're slow, do not call her. No, no. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. like, hurry up. Hurry up. He's like, I'm free. You know, he always <laughs> wants me to pay him. I'm like, no, I'm not paying you. <laughs> I'll cook you dinner. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm dead. On the way here, we were just chit chatting about being moms, obviously. And like, I, she, do we, I don't even, I think we literally flew right over this. Did you tell everybody where you're even from? Oh, I'm from Sonoma, California. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. So we were talking about being moms and we haven't met. Like, we started, we worked together right when I started. Um, yeah. We met through a mutual friend or a mutual colleague. I heard you on a podcast. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. gotta call her. Gotta call Love her. her. I could tell, like, your personality came through my speakers. And I was like, oh, I love her and I need her help. And you need yeah. it. <laughs> so we did work with you. Yep. Um, taught her how to do some reels. Mm-hmm. And her business is basically just, you are, were already taken off. And now you hit that yeah. threshold. I think you just got, what, 11K, 12K? 12. Yeah. 12. A little 12. I'm almost, I think, 12.4. Yeah. I mean, I don't get a ton of followers. Like, and that's, I mean, the goal is, yeah, I would like to have a lot of followers, but you also want, it's not to have hundreds of thousands. I want people that want to be there and want to interact and, and want stuff. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's been real slow. I mean, it, it took almost, what? 2015 and this is all organic so eight years yeah to get this. and this is yeah yeah exactly and I don't do like a lot of um you know follow me tag or whatever which I probably should but um so it's all kind of organic and word of mouth or you know doing podcasts and yeah. I think that too sometimes giveaways are good I yeah. don't hate them I yeah. don't love them because in all reality if you think about it like this like you are asking for a follower just for a giveaway they're getting something out of it so yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that they actually want to follow you and they're going to buy from you so yeah. ultimately it's really just going to screw up your analytics because they're not going to engage with your shit or they're, they're going to join and then leave yeah so like to, yeah you might get an influx for a minute yeah. and then it sucks yeah but we started working together and we immediately clicked we met each other this past year. So we've yes. seen each other what twice month this was year. That? February. February. I, I was thinking it was like six, nine months ago. Yeah. yeah. So I went yeah. to Napa with my be- one of my best gal yeah. pals for her wedding. And I was like, oh my God, what if we did permanent jewelry? And it was amazing. It was so fun. And like when you walked in, I was like, I know her. I know. It was weird. It was like, haven't we met already? But we, but we haven't. haven't. We haven't. Yeah. So it's been, I mean, I love when you meet people like that because when I picked you up this morning, we just talked like real shit. Like yeah. Kids, the annoying husband aspect yeah. of it, business, <laughs> life. And I'm like, are you excited to be on the podcast? And yeah. And you're like, ah. <laughs> I would do anything for you. Aww. And I'm excited. And, and I mean, just to hang out is yes. so fun. And she so. brought me some beautiful jewelry. I have an awesome necklace and some earrings. I love your stuff. I'm Yay. pretty sure this is yours yeah, too. Yeah, it is. So I'm basically wearing her yes, stuff Yes, I love it. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about overcoming maybe some obstacles that you've encountered in the last few years that you've been in business and how did you overcome that? How has mindset been such a big, um, practice for you, I guess, when you are an entrepreneur? I mean, let's deep dive into that. Um, so yeah, I've had some pretty big obstacles. I would say, um, in the last year, um, two, um, major accounts that I was working with that were my primary wholesale accounts. So I sell direct to consumer. I have a website and then I also sell wholesale. Um, I have never done proactive sales at all. Um, so all of my business has just, uh, wholesale, especially like boutiques and, you know, stores, things like that. They've all come to me and I've set them up as wholesalers. Um, so in the last year, um, I was working with a department store for three or four years, um, and in another, um, store and, um, things internally changed with them. And so business slowed down a little bit. Um, and, I really had to think like, okay, now it's time to like be proactive and, 
you know, start thinking about different avenues um, and how to get my jewelry in front of more people um, on the wholesale side. So I started doing more trade shows this year um, or trade shows at all. Um, I started in October and I've done, let's see, I've, I think this, this one tomorrow will be maybe my sixth one and it's been great. So I've gotten, um, I'm in now over a hundred and maybe 20, um, different stores, resorts, spas, hotels. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It definitely, the momentum is picking up and, um, and I like it. I mean, I, obviously I get to travel a little bit, but not too much. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, that was probably my biggest obstacle is really finding a different avenue to like take the place of the income that I was losing from these other accounts that had changed a little bit. Um, so yeah, so that was probably my biggest one. And how did you deal? Like what happened in that moment when you got things changed? I guess what I would I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? And yeah. I work with a business coach and um, she always says, she was like, what we love most about working with you is like something happens. You don't like wallow in it and you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? You're just like, all right, well, let's go. Let's do this. Let's okay. I, I'll try this. Sure. So I'm really willing to try anything. So when I started doing trade shows, um, that was overwhelming for me because some of them are huge. There's other smaller ones. So um, I started kind of going that route and um, it's worked out really well. I'm doing kind of smaller trade shows, not these ones where there's like thousands and thousands of um, people in a huge convention center. Um, and that doesn't really fit my personality either. Yeah. I really like connecting with people yep. and I like knowing who I'm working with and, and forming a relationship. I mean, so most of these people that are accounts now I've met in person. Um, and, um, and then we kind of, you know, obviously being where we're located in, in different States, um, most of our communication is email and phone, but, um, I formed a lot of good relationships that way too. So, yeah. And so basically what you're saying is relationships are the, the forefront of your business. Yeah. And so I think what a lot of times I'm going to drive it back to social. Cause a while ago you said something really great. You were like, I love having the following. I love my following growing, but that doesn't ultimately mean anything if you don't have the relationships. Yeah. And a lot of time with social media, what people want is that vanity number or vanity yeah, metric right. that we were literally having this conversation on the way here. And you were like, just because you have a following on social or just because they see you on social does not mean shit. Yeah. It means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing if you don't have the community, if you don't have the base, if you don't have people already buying from you. You mm -hmm. could have 300 followers and make a million plus. Yeah. You don't, you want those people to be very loyal. Yeah. So what have you learned over the years, especially with that? Cause like social media is definitely a mind game to the point of like, I really do want that number, but at the same time kind of balancing it out with the whole, but I'd rather that relationship build. Um, you know, it's hard and I, I do, um, I try really hard on social media. I mean, like to be present daily. Um, but it hasn't been super comfortable for me. It took right. a long time, mm -hmm. um, to get me in front of a camera. Like I didn't want to show my face. I wanted someone else to do the videos and well, you know, all the other stuff, because that's awkward for me. That's not where I belong. That's right. how, that's how I feel. Um, so I had to get over that. Um, cause people want to know you, they don't want to see some random face and not, you know, like they could see someone that works with me or for me, but I don't know. It's just a little bit different. So I just had to get over it. I got over it and I thought, whatever, if they, 
they don't like it and it's cringy as my kids say they say I'm cringy oh, uh, <laughs> all my videos are cringy which is fine I'm like well you're not buying jewelry so you don't need to <laughs> it doesn't need to you don't need to like it um I just do it and I'm like whatever if someone doesn't like it they can click on through um I also, you know, I'm not really good at sharing like a lot of personal, I mean, because I'm not an influencer. I don't share a lot of like personal stuff because I'm like, who wants to see my messy house or what I got from Amazon? I mean, it's not that cool. (laughs) But I try and incorporate some things in there so people kind of get a better idea of like who I am behind the jewelry. Um, You know, I've got two kids, normal home, we've got animals. I've got a chaotic life and, you know, so I try and incorporate a little bit of that in there too. Um, and I think people really like that, but I do have a hard time kind of balancing out, like, are people going to think, why is she posting about this? I just want to see jewelry. So trying to figure that out is hard. Well, I think they want, so one of my friends, uh, Jira is she talks about secret sauce a lot. And Uh so like, there's times where like, when you like let people in on like certain things. Like the other day, for example, I had fruit flies literally oh, yeah. swarming my freaking kitchen. I'm like, yeah. this is disgusting. My house is not yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It's just, we grew a lot of vegetables <laughs> that we didn't eat in time, apparently. And literally my DMs blew up because I was like, please help me. I mean, I can Google. Yeah. But like when you start interacting with your community and asking yes. for answers back, yeah. they do that. And then someone DM me this week and they're like, oh, this made me think of you. And it yeah. was like, if you have old wine corks and you cut them in half and you put them in your fruit and your vegetables, something with the cork. What? I like in the bowl? In or the bowl like- that sits in with like your fruit and vegetables. Oh. Point of the story is. <laughs> That I gave them that little bit of in, okay, yeah. like in my kitchen, I'm struggling with this. And so now they're like, oh, I thought about you when I see this. Yeah. And so like you want to start building that perception that other people have of you for yeah. them. Right. But like you said, I don't want to share too much, but on the way here you go, you should share how you are living in your house right now. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's a solid no. I know. It's so much like, easier to say it than do it, but right? But I feel like you would be like, holy crap. Yeah. Your kid's bedroom is in your living but room. But I would love to see that because I've slept in my living room when we were doing see, a remodel. See, and it would have connected us even more, wouldn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. So I know. But it's it's sometimes, like, yeah, it's hard. I mean, there's some stuff that you share that people are like, why did they share that? Because that's yeah. dumb and that's too personal <laughs> and I really don't give a shit. Yeah. But then you get to choose like what you share because a lot of times when I tell people to get personal, they like tell me in my DMs, like, what do you mean I have kids or I do this or I do this? I'm like, okay, yeah, you make the rules yeah. of how personal. Right. And if you think about it until, unless you and I have like a real good conversation, you probably wouldn't have known who, what my kids' names were. Right. If they go to school, where they go to school, where we even live. Like I show my house, but I don't show the front of my house. Like there's certain things that you can show your followers. Right. That make them connect with you. Yeah. Like I'm going through a renovation. I didn't think people would actually want to see that, but people are asking, oh, what floor did you pick? What yeah. white are you yes. picking? Yes. I mean, there were so, so many white. And so, like, all of these, like, little bitty, like, things that you can show. And I love that how you said a while ago, like, your kids thought you were cringy. People will obviously think you're cringy. But there was a quote I heard the other day is that I don't even remember who it was from. I actually put it on threads. Oh, let's talk about threads next. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know much about it. But, no, but wait, somebody yeah. put on, um, I've read it somewhere. So I put it on threads. I was like, people actually aren't as consumed with your life as you think they are. And they're not judging you as much because they don't, they're so consumed with themselves. Yeah. You will have people that judge you and yeah. that's okay. Like I tell everyone there's an unfollow button. Yeah. So just unfollow me. Yeah. And like, I've gotten over that, yes. you know, but and it I takes think a while. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm more like what I get embarrassed about or self-conscious about is like more people I know. 
I don't care about the people I don't know that see me and think I'm cringy because I'll never know that they think I'm cringy, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's more of like, oh God. And, and you know, and then I just had to get over it. But it, it just, it is what it Fun is. Fun fact is though, how long have I been doing this? And I, my face is all over and I'm pretty sure Jonah is going to laugh out loud when he hears me say this out loud. But I get cringy on camera. And when people in my real life say, oh my God, I've seen you on social. You're doing great. Like my family, I freak out. Yeah. And they're like, so what do you do? Like explain it to me. I'm like, social media. Like I literally, <laughs> yesterday we went to a family function and someone asked me. I can't really me, see you ever being in a loss for words. Yes, so I don't know happens. if I believe that. 1000%. He was like, how, how do you help people? I'm like, he goes, do you do consultant? I was like, yeah, I do consultant and we help managers thing. And if you need anybody to help you, just let me know. And I walked out the door. I swear to God. Maybe you just didn't want them as a client. I just, no, it was more of so I get embarrassed in front yeah. of like the people yeah. that know me because yes. I feel like my Instagram following or the people that engage with me on Instagram and that engage with me on TikTok or any social media platform isn't, yes, my family's like, oh my God, you're amazing. And they yeah. share my stuff and I right. see that mainly on Facebook, but anybody else, it's like strangers that yes. I've never really met. Yeah. And so to me, I'm um, just like when people talk to me about it in real life, I'm just like, mm. I know. But I, I know. also struggle to toot my own horn. Like I'm learning that to do that better now. Because if you don't know anybody else, well, that whatever that saying is. And so, like, I'm trying to, but I hate that, too, because I'm like, thank you. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. now deep diving okay. into threads. Oh. Have you tried it? No. I've, I, no. If I haven't Googled it. <laughs> I haven't looked at it. I haven't downloaded it. No. I okay. cannot take one more I'll platform. tell you. This. I'm going to tell you this. I heard it's like a big, um, this is how someone described oh, it yesterday, Jesus. and I was like, hell no, um, that it is a just a big group text message and I hate group text messages well do you, I feel like you're not you're almost like uh, kind of like my sister in the sense of answering text messages do you are you are you bad at answering text messages no I'm too? good at it are you yeah sometimes we're not on the same wavelength then. <laughs> or maybe I'm bad at it I'm usually but during the work day yeah. like if someone texts me I my phone like my husband will be like did you get my text oh, he'll okay, call wait, me and it. I'm like no I don't pick up my phone at work unless it rings so then it's us yeah, I'm, start calling I'm, you like, then. I'm like a head down. Well, I don't like talking on the phone though. Shit, I I'm do. actually better text message. Text message me. I just might not. Well, text then you would like threads. I'm so confused. I just, I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I don't know what text. it is. It's literally Twitter. You know the I don't use Twitter. War that, okay, me either. Yeah. But yeah. The Elon Musk and right. freaking Zuckerberg, they're like hate each other. Yeah. And they want to fight, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> well, Instagram made a threads, which is a Twitter. Right. Same thing. Yeah. But they've made it interactive. So like you could literally, oh. you, it transfers all of your Instagram bio, picture, all of it two threads okay and then if you put a thread up it'll share it back to instagram if you want to what if you what if you do a thread will it put it on instagram you can choose to put it on instagram but a thread is just words no pictures yeah let me show you okay sure podcasting so then will it come up as a post on your instagram if you put it on there like you have to share it like i shared one this morning but like so threads it looks like this what am i gonna show the camera too because it's weird okay like this like it literally is just twitter it literally is this. And okay, let me rephrase. Okay. Okay. I had to learn it because obviously my job, because yeah. like I'm going to all every social media manager is like, we're going to wake up to emails like from clients saying, should I get on threads? Like, no, chill. Because threads right now, anybody that talks business on it gets like bashed. Like there's oh. people that are like, this is your marketing strategy for threads. Because I remember like when I, it first launched, I got on the wait list or whatever, because you had to get a wait list and then you got like forced in. But then I was still like 2 million on. Oh. 
app. I'm not sure. Okay. And so went, did it. And so like, I remember one of my threads was like, I am like really enjoying that people are just, it's like they're throwing shit against the wall and just hoping it sticks. Literally was what I wrote because no one knows. And then I was like, I can't wait for that next social media guru to come out and say, this is how you get 10,000 followers overnight. Right. And so like people were putting that stuff on threads like, hey, this is our marketing strategy. And people were like, we're not ready for that yet. So like when I explain threads, it's kind of a waste of your time. If you really want to grow, it's good because it's really new right now. Yeah. And like there's people there. So like you get huh. an influx of followers quickly and people will interact with you, but no one there or at least the algorithm. I haven't figured that part out yet. So basically it's still throwing shit against a wall. Um, so are, like what will you write on there? I just write my thoughts. Like, oh, I'm tired and I need to go get coffee. Yes. Or last night I wrote, I'm writing a script for something I'm launching soon. Um, what are y'all doing on Saturday? <laughs> like, it was random shit. And people respond. People responded. Yesterday I said, I'm about to be motivational. Get ready. And people were like, don't spit it. And then I was like, I'm tired. I yeah. can't anymore. <laughs> so it's just like light hanging, Hanging the carrot. Literally. Yeah, dangling. It's literally. <laughs> dangling the carrot, you know. It's, it's just fun and lighthearted to the point where it's not like, oh my God, what strategy do I have to post on Instagram for it to work? Right, and like, right. Just another okay. platform. Okay. But they already have over like 10 million subscribers. I mean, I just don't know how you don't much need more it. I can I don't feel take. like you it. Unless you just want to secure your name. I would just do it and just oh, create it. okay. And just secure okay. it and then leave it. One more app on my phone. My sister literally wrote her first thread as, Shelby, this isn't going to work for me because she's terrible at texting. Yeah. Like, oh. she'll text you back in two weeks. and Oh, see, I'll do it at just, it's like after I get home. Oh, group text, though, is yeah. not my jam either. I, I group text. all of it. Yeah. Just the vibrating or the pinging all day long gives me anxiety. So what's your favorite platform then if you don't like a threader? Um, like TikTok or Instagram oh or God, Facebook. Do you like TikTok? No. I, yeah. I like scrolling on TikTok. It's fun. I get so many good recipes um, off of TikTok. And I, and I actually really like TikTok. I'm starting to like it better. But I kind of forget about it. Yeah. And so I'll be on Instagram and then I'll be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go over to TikTok and then, you know, so I try and post on TikTok. I try and just like use the same posts, remove the watermark and post my reel to, um, TikTok. to TikTok, but I'm not very good at doing that. So I'm, I'm trying to be better. Like not good at actually posting <laughs> At actually it. doing it. Or yeah. like actually doing it. Actually doing it. So you it. just post it on Instagram and like, peace. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's my strategy. You know what? Like a lot of times people are get aggravated with TikTok, but I actually like TikTok because you can learn yeah. a lot of things from TikTok. Yes. And it's not just people dancing. Like once, yeah. if you oh, get no. your the algorithm. Dancing, I mean, I love watching. But people act a fool. And jump roping. Yeah. What? Oh my God. So much stuff pops up in mind. There is a girl. She has an Australian accent and she's like a major, she like dance jump ropes. Oh. And it's actually really cool. She does it to good music. She's super in shape. Yeah. Mine's all like food and working out. <laughs> mine's motivational. But I don't know. I oh, always... mine's a lot of, I'm um, sorry, um, women um, like with all the car crap that's happening. What car like, crap? Well, in California, like um, tr- like trafficking where people like putting stuff on your car, like don't get in your car if there's like a tissue in the um, door handle. Shut up. What? Yeah. Because there's like crap on it that like is going to make you pass out and then they like steal you. That's my TikTok. <laughs> because you clicked on one, huh? And then you yes, spent too yes. long on it. And, and now the yes, algorithm is there. Yes. That is how that is I formed. Know. But then if I just don't click on it for a few days, it goes away. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like you got to go past it quick or you have to yeah. hit the like irrelevant because I have one of my. Oh, I don't even know where that button gal is. Gal friends. I think it's the three dots. I'll have to show you. After okay. She won't even get on social media anymore because it's messed up her mental state so much because she went through the COVID <laughs> thing. And then. Yeah. I want to think it was like maybe kit something with like scary shit with kids. Like, yeah. I try. I know the world's bad. Yeah. We know that. I and know. I don't want to like go down the rabbit no. hole because when you go down the rabbit hole, then your algorithm But when it's changes. popping up right in your right. face, how do you not click on like a little baby that's sick or you know what I mean? Like that's what I was getting I that for a long time. I need you to just literally do this I in your mindset yeah. and say, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's just going to just like all of it. Yeah. The other day I had one. It was about a kid and I was like, damn it. Yeah. I think I just screwed up. Oh, I was algorithm. crying last night. Um watching one about a mom who's sick and was telling her kid how she's going to heaven. And I was like, stop, Megan. Don't watch. Stop. I had to stop myself because I, I was crying already. Over. Thank you for Sorry. listening and tuning in. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I know we got way off track. No, it's okay. And I, I just wanted to say that TikTok isn't as bad as like people yeah. were saying. No. Okay. I like it. Question for you now is okay. what was one of the biggest successes or the most excited you got in your business? Like maybe it was that one client that finally came through or you were like, holy shit, how is this my life? It doesn't even have to have to be a client. Was yeah. it just like an aha moment? Mm-hmm. Like what is something good? Well, there's probably been a few throughout the year, um, years. Um, but I would say definitely um when I got into a department store, um, I ha- they reached out to me mm-hmm. and I ended up being in 25 of their stores Shut in up. the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like do a dance party? Were your husband and I, kids confused what was going on? Like, what <laughs> no, happened? I just remember being like, oh my gosh, how am I, not how am I going to do this? Because I can always fulfill orders. Like I've done thousands of um, fulfillments, so that's not an issue. But learning about their packaging, their labeling, um, you know, sending out orders to different um, like retail stores. Everybody has kind of a different process. So, um, so that was cool. Um, that was probably like one of my bigger moments. Um, and then just getting some big, big orders that, you know, throughout the years that have made my year, you know, a one month order that, you know, just made my year. And you were just like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Right after I got laid off, I got an order that was basically my salary. Um, and I was like, oh, we're going to be good. I literally was about to, I was actually about to go into that as that. A while ago, you said your business coaches love working with you because you're not like a super Debbie Downer. Yeah. In the sense of like, holy crap, what's going to happen? Yeah. Because I lost that client or whatever. And now it's just God always opens up the next door for you or whatever's next for that big opportunity to just showcase and show you that you are going to be okay. You're going to make this. Yeah. And the fact that you literally did that before I was going to say that, that's, I mean, that's exciting. Because when you leave corporate, it's very risky and it's very scary. I mean, you got laid off. Same difference is like you're like, I have to provide. We're providing for our family. What do we yeah. do? Um, and then when you're an entrepreneur, everyone knows that there's a lot of ups and downs. There's no like, I feel like I saw this recently, but I've always seen it is the chart always goes up and down, up and down, up and down. You're like going to be at your highest high and your lowest of lows. Right. And there's no way to get away from that as no. an entrepreneur. No, you just have to kind of ride the wave and some months are, you know, really busy and some will be slow and you have to, I just think, have the mindset that like, it's okay. It doesn't mean that things are going to go downhill. It's just a slower month or, you know, whatever. Your clients are really busy and or it's slower for them in their stores. Um, 
but yeah, just kind of keeping that mindset that like it's going to be fine. And I I like to kind of run lean. I try and run um, as lean as possible. I've always kind of kept that, you know, mentality of like not – uh, you know, I don't want to have so much inventory, mm-hmm. um, but I want to have enough to fulfill orders. Um, and the same with like production and employees and all that. So I've always been really financially conservative with that kind of stuff. Um, so I think just always having that in mind, um, you know, as a business owner and owning your own business and an entrepreneur, you're always thinking about that, you know, cause you have to make payroll. You've got to pay for your supplies or, you know, whatever it is you're doing. So, yeah. um, yeah. It's not only you you're taking care of anymore. It's not just your family. Yeah. It's now your employees' families <laughs> yes. that you're taking care of as well. Yes. So you have to rent have, or whatever. Yeah. It's a whole slew of things. But yeah. I think, too, it's it's just so fulfilling. Like, I yeah. would, unless, God forbid, I had to do it, I probably would never go back to corporate just because I love the life. Like, yeah. there are so many stresses and there are so many obstacles that you have to overcome. I mean, I've only been doing this for two and a half years. So, like. I feel like I've been doing it for 10, but there's just, if you don't develop the mindset that everything's going to work out, how it's going to work out. Right. And it took me a while to understand that. And there's still days I still struggle with that. Yeah. But if you can't get that mentality, then you're not going to make it because otherwise you're going to dwell on that negative and forget that you can do this. Yeah. Like you were meant to do what you're doing and just like keep going. Yeah. And what's meant to be is meant to be. If one door closes, Trust me, another one is going to open. It might not be tomorrow. It might be a week. It might be a month, but it will happen. And, you know, you're you're in charge of your own destiny, right? Um, so keeping, you know, staying positive, um, knowing that things are going to be okay, I think is something that I've always just tried to do is like, okay, what's going to be fine? We're just going to have to figure it out. Everything's figure outable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything right? you can figure it out. Yeah, you can figure it out. Yeah. And so I want to go back to one thing because a lot of times like I've had this actual conversation twice in the last week um, and it was Shelby, I want to do X, Y, Z. But and this is such a cliche because like everybody says this, even like yeah. me, you literally just said it a while ago is nobody wants to hear my voice or see my face. Or, like <laughs> I don't want to do this. But at what turning point did you realize like, OK, I need to put my big girl pants on and let I have to do this for my business. So like, yeah. what is some advice to be like? Yes, they do. There's someone out there that wants to hear from you. I think you're your worst critic, right? I, when I do a reel, um, you know, or something like that, I, I tape it, I edit it, and then I don't watch it again. Thank you. And I just, and then af- until after it's posted, just to see the views, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm my, I will critique every. Mm-hmm everything like oh my gosh oh I don't like the oh I look like I'm so tired or I need more of this or that or like oh that's a horrible shirt you know whatever yeah I'll critique everything I am my own worst critic but like who cares who cares cares? then they can leave and like whatever I kind of had to get over that and I still sometimes will be like okay I can't like I see oh I've got a double chin I am not gonna post that yeah or something but I really try and just be like yeah whatever yeah the thing is too I heard this recently someone was doing it and I look to each their own and like a lot of social media people are coaches or whatever they can tell what they want or preach what they want or teach how they want and but sometimes it really makes me freaking cringe because I'm like that's not accurate and I heard someone or not really accurate but I heard someone say this the other day they're like 
you need to practice recording yourself and then just watch it over and over and over. And I'm like, that is actually the dumbest advice I've ever heard. I would not do that. (laughs) Because you're never going to post it. Yeah. Because the only way that you get better is yes, you watch it, but once you've actually taken the action to post it, yeah. to video it, post it, and then learn from that aspect. Right. Because what if like it makes you just look more normal and you're not just prim and proper and perfect the first yeah. time you post? Right. Well, and it, I think too, it's all about your branding. My branding is like, hey, this is jewelry for everyone, not for like models or it's for anybody who wants to wear it. Normal people like us, you know, moms or, you know, whatever, teachers, nurses, doctors, whoever wants to wear it. You don't have to be, you know, like prim and proper or right. uh, in a bikini on the beach. You yeah. know what I mean? All the time looking great. Like this is real life. Right. We're real people. Yes. And so I think those videos when you're not perfect are actually better, better. at least in my head because that's not my brand right and then you the thing is too is this you have to think exactly what you just said what is your brand and what are the people that you want to attract so if there are people if you attract the people that don't accept you for the messiness the cursing the whatever the case may be then you (laughs) don't want to work with those people anyway because you're going to have to taper down who you are yeah I get business is business but in the same sense you're going to get to a level of business where you get to choose who you work with so in the beginning you might not Yeah. So a lot of times when I talk to people about, especially about Instagram, that has changed. It used to be very aesthetically pleasing grids. Like nobody cares. No. They just want to get to know you. Yeah. But if you want an aesthetically pleasing uh, grid, like my sister the other day, she just started hers. It's called Our Home in the Pasture. And so cute. They own a farm, whatever. And so she's doing more of the homestead stuff. Complete opposite. I'm not domestic at all. Like truly like so different um and she like had this video and it like was really good to me I was like oh my god that's so good I said Kelsey but she's like I want a certain way that the the grid looks and I said okay well it's easy all you have to do is put a cover photo the grid will look aesthetically pleasing the moment they click it then it goes to you with a hair messy bun you have three kids you're trying to figure life out like that's real yeah so if you want the authentic I mean the aesthetically pleasing grid then put a cover photo. Oh, Otherwise, right. let it fly and yeah. just do like yeah. I want people to know I'm a me- I'm really good at my job and we know what we're doing, but we show up messy and we just get it done. Yeah. Um, because it's just right. if, if I actually procrastinated, I wouldn't even be having a podcast. Right oh now. my gosh, no! If I waited for everything to be perfect or critiqued everything, it it would never nothing would ever get done. Yeah. Wow. So I'm glad you said that. Cause when that person said that on Instagram the other day, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You make my blood boil. Yeah. See, I was never, I always thought, God, how do people make it look so pretty? It's really pretty, like a pretty grid, but like, that's just not me. Or like I cook an, a dish. <sighs> okay. First off, I try to follow yeah. a recipe, but I need like a recipe. I need like, you need this exact salt. Yeah. This. I'm oh, kidding. then don't find your recipes on TikTok. Okay. I'm like totally <laughs> kind of kidding borderline, but sometimes I don't know how when I try to follow I'm really good at healthy cooking. Like, yeah. If you want a healthy meal, honey, I got you. But like home, um, what do they call that? Soothing soul food, soul food. whatever. Yeah. You girl, I got that. My husband is awesome at it. <laughs> I try. I'm like, how is this tasting? He's like, you're missing something. Yeah. Like but if cheese you're, and right, oil or something. And it's never pretty. <laughs> and I'm like, how do y'all get it so perfected? You're not appealing to me because I'm not going to ever it's buy so from cur- you. Well, it's you're, so curated. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I guess the main point of this is like when you're thinking about your social and if you're going to show up, if you're not going to show up, whatever the case may be, you need to just figure out what your brand is. Because yeah. I remember your brand. You're like, I want you to feel good even if you have a messy bun, and but you throw some jewelry on and no makeup and you still feel pretty. Yeah. 
and like that's like who you are. Like filming a podcast after a red eye because she loved me so barely much. brushing my teeth and an hour sleep. Exactly. Yes, exactly. This is what friends are yes. for. That's when you say yes to everything. You're like whatever. She I'll didn't figure even, it out. I truly was like, holy crap. <laughs> How she texted me this morning, y'all. Literally at what? I think seven. You're like seven thirty. I finally got here. Yeah, you go, I'm oh, take well, a I, nap. Had, I had la- I finally got in my room at oh, seven thirty. I okay. landed at five forty five Louisiana time, which is like two your time, two forty five. Yeah, time? something like, We're like that. two hours. Apart, yeah, I think. Oh, two is that it? I think. Oh, oh maybe three. Where I don't know where. What you are, are you? Eastern Standard Time. Central. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two. Okay, so anyway, she texted me and I was like, "Oh crap! I thought she got in last night. No, the night." Wait, I'm just confused. Anyway, yeah. I was like, right, we can cancel if you want. She's like, no, I'm going to sleep for like a minute. I'll be ready for nine. And I yes. picked her up and she was like curb waiting on me in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. As we wrap up this episode, wow, that went back quick. Um, okay. One question for you. Okay. And I try to ask everyone this because it's just, I just find it's a really good question, but some people shock me because they don't really go deep, but or you can do whatever you want. <laughs> if you could go back and tell little girl Megan one thing. In life. It doesn't have to be about business, kids, married, nothing. Like one thing, what would you tell her? Um, I would tell her that, you know, if – so one thing, and this is I tell my kids this because I was never told this. No shame against my parents. They're wonderful parents. You know, they did a great job, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but – um, I was never told really, I mean, you know, that you could do something that you want to do, you know, I guess like for work. So when I was little, I wanted to be an astronaut, probably not something that I could have ever accomplished. I wasn't very good at science, but like, that's what I wanted to do. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> it was never kind of led in that direction. I never knew that you could really have a job or like do something that you're passionate about and it would be like your your life, your right. your life's work, right? Um, I think things are changing and the way of parenting is changing and the way, you know, just life is so different now than when we were raised. So I tell my boys this all the time, like, listen, you could do whatever you want. You love computers or you love cars go design cars. Like I tell my oldest son this all the time. I'm like, you love both of those things. Do it. You can do it. Don't just work to work. I mean, yeah, maybe in the beginning, get some experience, but like, if you have a passion about something, you can do it. Yes. You just, you gotta try. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what I would tell myself. And that's what I tell my kids and, you know, just be happy, be happy, live a happy life. And you know, I keep that in mind to be fulfilled, I think, too. Because I always think every day, am I doing everything that I can do to live a happy life? So that's a great answer. I always say that um, you get one life. So if you're not happy, then you need to figure out what's going to make you happy. Yeah. And, and go for it. Because you're right. It's literally like it is a new world. And I see a lot more people saying, like, do what you want to do. There's avenues now to make money doing what you love. Yeah. And so especially with social media and like all that, I mean, it's people can make stuff happen so much easier than they used to be able to. Right. I mean, that's one good thing about social media is, is that. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people to chase your damn dreams. Yeah. If you want to do something bad enough, you can do it. Yeah. Make it happen. (sighs) Okay. We're going to take her out on the town, AKA it's a Sunday um, (laughs) in Covington, but we're going to take her out at 1030 in the morning. It is. (laughs) Wait, is it? 
It's 11 20. Great. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It she flew in so just for this. Oh my God. You. I, I know. know. So fun. So I fun. love this friendship. Me too. I'm telling you guys, social media is where it's at. I would have never known who you were or I met know. you or well, anything. And I wouldn't have either. Podcast. Nothing. Podcast, yeah. social media, chase your dreams. Yeah. Push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Thank you so much. And until next time, let's freaking get it. Yes. Woo!